It's very, very important. This whole avoda that we're learning about in this parak, which is old-fashioned precious restraint, that with all of the with all of the um, beautiful and advanced avodas in 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 um, kedusha sachila, precious to be able to restrain to hold oneself back. This is only according to each person's madrega, obviously, and his matzav, and his matzav in life. Uh, look at Nun Vav, it's a very important ha'ara. Sometimes a person, sometimes a person's a little bit, uh, a little bit down. Just uh, and a simple thing like having one of his favorite foods will will be misameches libo. It's a chash of a thing. It's a chash of a thing. Sometimes, I mean, times over the years, I've I've suggested to a to a, you know, women who are going through a difficulty, you know, to go get yourself a dress, go to the mall, you know, go buy something, and and to a guy, you know, get get something to eat. And uh, if you tell the girl to get something to eat, she gets more depressed. <laughs> I mean, she'll eat it any yes, she'll eat it anyway, but she gets depressed if you talk about food. But with the guy, you say get something, you know, get yourself something you like to eat, and when the girl gets something to that you like to wear. Lechem lechol beged lil boish. No, that's what Yaakov is for, right? Lechem lechol beged lil boish. Food to eat and clothing to wear, and sometimes a person needs that. It's a little bit kedei l'sameches libo. Obviously, he's not talking about a whole, uh, a whole big thing, but to have something l'fimatzava, person according to his matzav. It's a it's a small union that could bring. Sometimes a little thing like that could take a person out of some dikaon. Could help him a little bit with something that's uh, just—he's not in the best mood, and he enjoys to have something, to eat something. He'll enjoy it. So then, that's other uh, That's not in the in the mitzvah of simcha. Simcha is a huge mitzvah, and uh, and it's uh, that could be misamech as libo lefimatzava. In beemis mekarvan lechol amanas lesmoch betavosos shalashem esboch, and it's so simple because that person. If that person doesn't have anything in mind, he just goes to eat something, you know, he gets himself his favorite uh, milkshake or something. So then, okay, it's, it's, uh, it's okay, it's nice, but but if he has in mind that he's doing this to be Mesameches Libo, because he's a Yid and he wants to have more Simcha in his life, and he's thankful to Kaddish Baruch Hu, so then he takes something which was a Kleinikite, and he makes it into a tremendous thing, and he makes it into a huge mitzvah. And it's not, it's the easiest... And most honest thought to have to just be grateful to Kadosh Baruch and to remember that the smoch b'tovosal Shemes Baruch ain't zebegad moisves. Now Shem gave us something so simple that can sometimes help us, you know, be in a little bit of a better mood. So then that's not called that's not that's not negeder of, of uh, moisves, which means you know having things that are not necessary extra. It is necessary. It's necessary to lift you up a little bit, and that's okay. Obviously. One has to be very careful when it comes to fooling oneself in this Indian. You know, there, there are people that seem to need a lot of cheering up when it comes to eating. And uh, that self-deception is very, very... You know, that, that self-deception is very, very easy to slip into that. That self-deception. 
Someone has to daven to Hashem to, to, to show him the, the way that's true and to be honest and so on. Get back on top. Therefore, as it is with all in Hashem, you should not look at or take any interest or pay attention to what other people are doing. Everybody has their own Indian. Each person has to make his own gedorim according to his madrega and his matzav. Each person has to have his own klolim, his own guidelines, what to eat, what to drink, and what's considered to be an extravagance, something that's not necessary. The fee madrigo, so each person according to his madrigo. We'll come back to the note in a minute. I'm sorry, and everybody's different with this. But for one person, it could be a mitzvah to eat, for another person, that could be an avera. But the general klal is that we have to remember that there's a mitzvah from the Torah. Of Kedoshim to you. Of Kedoshim to you. That even when it comes to things that are, that are kosher, I was talking to somebody who called me last week. I don't think he was so happy with what I told him. That he's been calling me like for an update about certain restaurants in the neighborhood for like for the past six months. Every two weeks he's been calling me for an update if he's, if he's allowed to eat in this restaurant. And I said to him, like, why, I, you know, you don't have to call me each time uh, about this restaurant, that, that, that two or three restaurants that, you know, there was a, a whole hack about and a whole tumult about this hechshir, and, and they've been asking me to talk about it publicly, and I'm, and I'm not going to talk about it publicly. I don't care how many times they, they ask me to. And, and uh, this, I said, you know, listen, what do you so, he said to have, it's a very good place, and that he likes to take the, the, the wings, chicken wings, and all this so I said, so get some chicken wings in a different place. What do you have to, what, what are you getting? So what is it, the, the Davke, this place, you know, these two places, Kilo, there's nowhere in the five towns, there must, there must be at least 20, 30 restaurants in the five, I mean, maybe more, I don't even know. There are all these restaurants over here, so, this, so it's not your favorite food. I said, so accept that. I said, instead of, instead of being so worried about th- those chicken wings, so take that upon yourself that this is an Indian of precious and you're in, 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 that you're doing. I don't know. I'm not saying it's not kosher. It is kosher. It's not kosher. But and even if something is kosher, that's what it means kedushim to you. So then take that as a project of kedushim to you. In the meantime, until everything is cleared up and everybody's happy and and, and, and you could have Kentucky Fried Chicken, whatever you want. <laughs> in the meantime, take that as a take that as a, an avoda of kedushim instead of thinking of being angry and. And, and upset that you can't have your favorite food, and this is the restaurant you always like to go to. So then, be makadosh this and take it. This is an Indian right now that you that you an avod of kedoshim to you. That my avod of kedoshim to you is that I'm that lekovet ha rabbanim lekovet ha what hakadosh baruch hu. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna eat in that place. And then and, and stop getting so upset about it and worked up over it. There's plenty of food. Thank God you have what to eat. People were so, so nervous about these things, get so upset about these things. So you don't have to so eat someplace else. There's plenty of places to eat. And if somebody asks you, what's, did I say my opinion? Because, uh, you know, what, did I express my opinion about, the, about this issue? I don't know if you even know what I'm talking about. Uh, so 
that I express my opinion about this issue, you can tell them that this is what I said. That they should, eat, that they, they should stop thinking about food so much. That's my opinion. <coughs> that there's a, that every person in his own life can make a decision how to even accomplish himself in Achila that should be with precious, in Achila the Kedusha, and so on. Mitzarach ma'od ma'od lihizar. Shlalikfreitz madregis. I want us to be very, very careful not to jump ahead with Madragas and Asinian, to start uh, taking upon oneself uh, all kinds of precious that he's not ready for and that in the end is, is going to backfire. Everybody has to be careful not to jump Madragas. That, of course, is a Klagodl in all of Avodis Hashem. And especially when it comes to this mitzvah, prisha from Gashmias, both when it comes to eating and when it comes to inyanim of a husband and wife, that things should be done in a way that's healthy, that's normal, especially in that inyan, because then there are two people involved, not one person. Everything has to be done with seichel and with and with uh, and and and, uh, and with knowing one's own madrega. Even though throughout one's life one should try throughout one's life to grow stronger and stronger and to and to have an aliyah in this avoda of Kedushas Achila. But when it comes to Madregis in Avodah Hashem, you don't grab something, you don't force yourself in a way of course you have to a little bit you have to coerce yourself you have to push yourself but you have to be careful that it shouldn't be that you're not holding by this at all and that it requires tremendous tremendous strength again we're talking about things that are mutter remember that when it comes to something that's also you can't do things that are also and when it comes to things that are also no matter how hard it is it has to be bekoach. But when it comes, we're talking about things that are mutter, food that's kosher, relationships that a relationship that's permitted. You have to be careful with these things. It has to be in a way that's gradual, laat, in a way not loyachta bekoach. Madregis gevosh sheinu sheyochas adayin elov. Not to be chayta bekoach, madregis that are, you're not really shaykh to those madregis yet. You're not holding by those madregis. Kiminasa lefrosh yosemidai because if you too. If you're trying too hard to be Pairesh, Yipo, you can end up falling backwards. You can end up being worse than before. Aliyala la'at la'at basulam aliyah, gradually on the ladder of aliyah. Mitzad sheni, madrega sheshayecha say love, however, mitzad sheni, when it's a madrega that you are shayech to. It's a madrega that's, that's not, that's not uh, very hard, it's, it's, uh, it's uncomfortable. But it's a it's a madrega that you're ready for. Yochas baba chazek ubetaykev. Then you should grab onto it. Bechazek ubetaykev, strong and consistent. Yilachem biyetsaharu shereitz lahapila mimeno mimeno, and to be to fight against the etzar that's trying to take that madrega away from you. It's time for you to move on. It's time for you to move on to this madrega, and you should go for it and do it. But terutsum not to use terutsum shayna. What kinds of terutsum? You have to think carefully. If this is something that's shaykh to you and it would be an aliyah for you and it's not too extreme, 
then you should take it upon yourself and you should do it once you're makavlet. You should do it and be in that melchama. I'll call ze bekal kaicha with all of your kaichas. With all of your kaichas. Vaderach anachonahi should tomid yitba me'atzmo rak madrege ketanen. What the tzaddikim taught is that a person should demand of himself only that next mad- small madrega, that next small madrega, not not some sort of a huge thing. We're talking about know, precious some things that are permitted. Just the next small madrega. And even though it's a small madrega of improvement in precious, we should be besimcha when you do that. And when you've when you've achieved that, you should feel tremendous simcha. And through that simcha, that feeling of simcha that you have, that's going to strengthen you to move forward gradually with new madregas in this in this avoda. Something else, just before he talks about, we talk about this a little bit more. You shouldn't discuss it with other people. It's something that should not be discussed. Some, the, I mean, I, I, one can talk to one's wife about it. But if you start talking to people about it already, it's, it's not a madrega. It's not called an aliyah madregas. It's called an aliyah and gaivan yeshus. You understand? When it comes to any avod and kedusha, you don't talk to other unless you have talked to your rabbi about it, something like that. But you don't talk to other people about it. Say, by the way, this is something that I'm working on. If it's a matter of giving chizik to somebody, that that you that, and l'shem shemaim, you feel about you that by you sharing this with him. That it's something that you're working on, and we could both work on this, like a friend of yours, and it's a good thing that we could work on. So then, Adarabah, that's a mitzvah. But it's time to talk to a person. Nobody else should know about, uh, nobody else should know about what, what your mulchamas are, what your avaydas are. That's a personal thing. And this is a, this is a very deep eitzah, to constantly demand from oneself small, small, Improvement steps, madregas. Those people demand of themselves madregas that are very, very big madregas, that are really not where they're holding. They got all excited about some shear, or they or whatever, or they heard that somebody is doing this, or and they want to, they want to also um, have this asaga. Such chumras come from the Yitzhar. The post can talk a lot, a lot about the whole Indian of, 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 of chumras and when and how. One has to be very careful with chumras. Yeah, no, that's the same thing. If it's a chavrai of, of avoda, then they share everything with each other. No, 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 that's something else. I'm talking about stam. If a person doesn't have that, but if it's a chavrai of a bnei machshava toiva chavrai, that's 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 a big thing to discuss that and go back and forth and each one to talk about where he's holding. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. She writes lahapilim baatzos. So what does the etzahar gain by a person jumping madragas? It's obvious. He gains. The, 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 that which is most dear to the Yetzirah, which is the Yetzirah's favorite, favorite Indian, which is also sadness and depression. Sadness. That's, uh, that's the Yetzirah's biggest, biggest nitzachan, is when the person becomes, gets down and becomes sad. And he might not be able to, what happens when it comes to these chumras is 
the person won't even attribute it to that chumrah. He, he won't know why he's down. He doesn't even know why he's down. He, he's thinking it's this. He doesn't know what it is. Something's wrong. He's not sure what it is. Why is he upset? You know, he doesn't need a, And it could be because of something that he's doing that's not his madrega. He's not holding by it yet. And he took upon himself something. And it's not the right thing for him at that point. And it's a very subtle thing. And that could be the cause. That could be even a small little thing like that can be behind a person's, uh, a person's atzvus. She klipa she And of course, atzvus is a terrible, terrible klipa. It's a terrible klipa, and it's a tach, and as you all know, we've spoken about so many times over the years. Tach says lavad shal kach hashem lo gabe simcha betuv leivav. That even though that that the that the Arizal taught and Aaron Kalina the Sadikim taught that even though it doesn't say in the Torah an iser of atzvus of sadness, but it's the shurish of all avayus. So very often the the Yitzhar will be working to try to get a person to. Um, go after a madrege and kedusha that's not his. He's not holding by that, and by doing that, the person, uh, the person, uh, falls into some sort of a dikaon, some depression or some sadness, and then as a result of that, there's a mapola that he has from the rices and the abundance. Then the whole system gets messed up. When a person's when a person's ba'atzvus, then the whole system. Again, we're not talking here about averus. We're talking about precious things that are mutter. Uh, when it comes to an Aveyor person, has to fight against Atsus and fight against the Aveyor. But when it comes to <coughs> Precious, the person has to know to be careful that if it's something which he's not holding by, it could very well be that this Madrega that he's looking for right now is something he read in the Sefer, he heard in the Shear, <coughs> that it's not, it's not his. And also when it comes to things in learning, when a person sets for himself certain goals in learning, which is a huge thing that always in the Yeshivas we were set over and over and over again, and we were indoctrinated in a very strong way with this Indian when it comes to learning, that oftentimes there are people who are not holding by that. They have certain, you know, like, you, like when we were in Yeshiva, the Simchas Torah, by, you know, to auction off the uh, learning. And there was like, like the weakest guy in Yeshiva, and he says, you know, Baba Basra. And you think, oh, no, this is like, <coughs> this, is, this is not a good thing. You know, that this guy is, uh, you know, he bought Baba Basra for Simchas Torah because he's not holding by Baba Basra, this guy. And uh, and that's not gonna it's not gonna work for him in his avodas Hashem. And the person has to know himself when it comes to learning. Of course, to like everything else, to be constantly working and constantly increasing in, uh, one's sheifas. But knowing one's madregas, knowing one's limitations when it comes to learning, the time that he has and 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 the ability that he has to be able to 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 learn something uh, that should be within his reach, and slightly beyond one's reach. Slightly beyond one's reach. That's where a person goes. Slightly beyond. Not something which is, even though we've, read all, we've all read a million stories about how, you know, this person was not, uh, was not the Balmadrega in learning, and then he took upon himself to finish the Bavli. That, these, are all, these are all nice stories. Most of these stories uh, do not have good endings. The ones in the books have nice endings. And the ones that, that they make into, into you know, movies, maybe. Those have nice endings. But generally, nice, Ehrlich Yidin, the way of Avoda is to try to make every, every, every tkuf in life to have some, to have some sheifas, to move forward in, in a gradual way, in a small way. It doesn't have to be anything grand. And again, it doesn't, it should not be publicized unless 
is to give chizik. That's why, even when it comes to this whole Indian of Siyumim, I've spoken about this before, each person according to his madrega, when it comes to Siyumim, for some people that to give chizik, you know, the Siyum, it's, uh, there's, an, there's an Indian when it comes to Avodis Hashem of Tzniyaz. And not everything has to be. I'm not talking about a wife and children. But that's a very important thing to mechazik the family. But it doesn't mean that, that, that every time you finish a pasuk, you have to have all your friends come over. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> and Bechlal, with this Indian that became also very, very big in the last few years, very, very big. Now it fills stadiums. But it became very, very big, this whole Indian of Grand Siyumim. It, used to, it started in camp, in summer camp. That they used to make or in yeshivas now, to sell, they used to make like a grand seum, which is a way of giving bachram some chizik that they should, in their learning. But then it caught on to the general public. Again, I'm not saying it's not a mitzvah. I don't say that. I'm saying that seumim is bad, or seems against the Torah. Now, things can get taken completely out of context. I'm saying it's also an union of sneers and common sense when it comes to these things, how to do it. It's, it's not always a mitzvah. And then setting that as a goal to make a seum because you want to impress your friends because other people made a seum uh, you want to impress your family or something because uh, other fathers or other people make a seum that's something that again could be could cause uh, um, could cause a chalila an atzvah or a falling away of a person not holding by that madrega when it comes to learning small madregas moving forward in a way that's sanua. That was always a healthy program. I told him many times that my father Shon told me he never heard in Europe of these siyumim. He says the people that he never saw in Europe. He said we finished Masechtas. He says he said that his father went through Shas. My grandfather went through Shas. That a chever Shas they learned together until the war. All these they're learning together. They went through Shas seven times. This chever Shas. He says they never had parties. I remember. They said Hadron Lach, and then they started again. That was the whole thing. <laughs> Maybe they were poor. They didn't have what they didn't have parties to make. People like not to make parties. It's a, you know anything that happens now, party. You know right away, food. You know what? It could be, but my father said he doesn't remember. And he says they were always learning. The Jews, they were learning and make things and make parties. It's also an inuit, an avoda with sneeze. But again, if that's something that's mesameach you, and and it gives you a chizik and so on, say that. But uh, everything has to be in the right way at the right time. But the Yetzirah is, when it comes to mitzvahs, and when it comes to precious, when it comes to Nyanu of Kedusha, there's always that, that Yetzirah that you have to watch out for. It could be that this is not you, that you're just imitating somebody, and it's not, it's not where you're, you're holding, it's not a good thing. Od Yesh is to know. That even though, of course, a person can't just go after his taivas, whatever he wants and desires, they are talking about, again, not, not only in Yisur, but even the things that are permitted. What does that mean? You shouldn't do this in a way of hakpada. Hakpada. <coughs> Not to live a life, again, you see this in certain old farm. every single thing that you put into your mouth to, to ask, am I, should I have this or not have this? This is like, you know, for the OCD, however, this is like, you know, to, do I eat this? Is this too much? Is this not? 
But not, this is not a. This is not talking about every single piece of food that you eat. How to think? It means a way, often clearly, a way of life in general. Not to have all these akpodes with every single, with every single thing that you're putting into your mouth. Because when you're living in that kind of a way, in that in that way of dikdukim, dikdukim, dak dak ad ein nivdak, when you live in that way, it very often brings a person to a place of atzus, and it plays into certain things that are, that when I said OCD, I'm not, it plays into certain they're different madregas of all of these things that people have, and it plays into certain things that might be wrong, might be not healthy for you in your own personality, and, and, and a lot of times this stuff. With chumras, it has to do with a per, with personality, not with God, not with Yiddishkeit, and you could be playing into something that has nothing to do with Avodas Hashem. It's just a matter of something that's uh, unhealthy in your personality, and and this is your this is you know all of your digdukim and every uh, all these digdukim. It's like I always use the marshal, you know, the person that now well every now, now people have ways, but it used to be you know you have somebody that will will talk for forty five minutes about. An alternative way of getting someplace that will save you two lights. You know, you know what I'm talking about like, like a life of digdukim, that like a life of tzimtzum and digdukim and and cheshbonis. People with a million cheshbonis over everything, anything that they do in their house, or anything that they do in their lives, there's all kinds of digdukim and cheshbonis and all kinds of svaras and hakpades and those. these people are usually ones to say also when it comes to their kids and their wives, they also have digdukim. Cheshbonis, every single thing, you know. The lights on, the lights off, and the air conditioner on, the air conditioner off, and the gdukim and the gdukim of everything in the house is like this and like that. And, uh, and that whole life of tzimtzumim and digdukim, which comes from the Midas Adin, which usually spells uh, atzvus and all kinds of things. In the, uh, sounds familiar? It's not. It's a Yakishamida. It's a friend that knows a friend. It's a it, listen. He's not. He's a he's a Polish. He's not. He's just spent a couple of years over there. But it's, <laughs> but it's a it's a Yakish. There isn't an Indian of that Yakish guy. And when a person's is a Yakish, so then they have a certain Hanhaga that they that that they have a certain Hanhaga and, and that the old the old Yakish are the most elegant people in the world and they use it in the way of kedusha. But when you, but when you're not, when you, when it's just because of a, a, a midas anefesh, and not because of what the tzaddikim taught of how to live a certain way, it's just a certain midas anefesh. It could become very, very depressing and very dangerous. And even if you're not depressed by it, your wife and kids can't stand it. So, uh, so if you're not getting depressed by it because you're just like it's ha- you're happy yak or something, and and you know life is life is great because you know uh, uh, I'm never thirty seconds late or thirty seconds early. So that's fine, but that doesn't necessarily spell a great marriage or, you know, a great model for parenting. And I'm not talking about when it comes to Zmani Tfila, you understand? Because you have to be very yakish when it comes to Zmani Tfila. And when it comes to Dvarim Shabbat when it comes to Seder learning, everything has to be. That's what we're talking about on Sunday uh, with the Midah of Yesod. Everything has to be yakish when it comes to... When it comes to but he's, when we're talking about, about Dvarim Mutarim, you understand? It's also to come late to Davenim. It's also to come late to your seder and learning. We're talking about dvarim that are mutarim, the eating, and 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 different things, you know, that are mutter, and it's just I mean, digdukim and dinim is a person brings upon himself <coughs> and the family all kinds of all kinds of dinim with with, with, with all kinds of yakishkeit. You know, you have to be very careful with that stuff. That it shouldn't 
it brings the Yitzhahara with Atsuas and other people become nervous in the house and your kids grow up in a house where they're feeling all everything digdukim and, and daddy, tati, abba is like a person that's always watching everything and everything, you know, at the table and how to sit at the table. We have the kid that, how come he doesn't buy Zmiris? He goes to the couch and he, and he, and he reads a comic book or something by Zmiris and the father says, G- General Patton tells you you have to be by... You know, you have to be by the table. It's not, it's not Bukovic, it's not Shabbos, all these things that, you know, your kid grows up in West Point. It's the first second he can get free. That's all he's waiting for is I get, get away from this nut, get, get out of this place. And that's not good. It's all kinds of dinam and dikdukim. It's not a way to raise children. It's not a way to live. It, it generates a certain atmosphere of choshech, of darkness and of, and, of, and of sadness. It's just instead of, and homes where there's an openness and a simcha and, and a little less hakpadis. Hakpadis, not so many hakpadis, you know, with what kids, with how spending money and how many people with the money, people are cheap and they have all kinds of digdukim with money, how much the wives can spend and how much, uh, and how much the, the kid, you know, to get something. Of course, there has to, has to be, uh, people have to be careful with what they spend and so on. But you have people that even when they have and they can afford it, they have all kinds of digdukim with their wives and not to go here and not to spend that and everything is with a cheshben and their wives live with their cheshbens. You might, you might, uh, it might help you w- when it comes to your, your budget, but you're losing your wife. Over the years, those people, they lose their wives. Uh, just the cheapness and the smallness, katness, uh, and it, it brings a depression in the house and people to... To live a life of of, of hakpadis and dinim, it's not a good life. It's better to it's better to I'm not talking about borrowing money. That's a bad thing. But it's better to 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 be more open and to be easy with mamanis and and not to worry so much about things and to let the kid get something extra or a wife to buy something extra. Again, everything has to be within reason. I was saying, some people are married to. There's, you know, there are people who are addicted to, to shopping and things like that, something else. There's a different kind of a machle. These are, uh, you know, which, I'm talking about it in a normal way. To, to, with a harchava, to live in a way of harchava. You like this. You know, a wife shouldn't have to be afraid that the, the husband's watching if she spent an extra $10 or didn't spend it. It's not to live that way. It's a way, a way of digdukim and chumras. It's, these are all things that are mutter. It's not, it's not, we're not talking about isurim. So, but to create a, a feeling in the house of hachave and simcha, not the way of dinim and dikdukim. It's a lot of tzaras that come from that. If each person has to know himself, he has to know himself. But the ikir is that it shouldn't be with all kinds of occupations. The Rishon wants Jews to be besimcha. He wants them to be happy. And uh, when it comes to Nyanam and Gashmi, it's not, not uh, again, nothing that's also. When it comes to Nyanam and Gashmi, it's, uh, it should be Besimcha. And the kids, they like the certain foods, or the uh, wife likes certain things to have, so a kid likes to have a certain chachke. So, even when it comes to things that are mutter, for a child to play a little bit on the computer, our parents always talk to me about these things. Like I'm not talking about Dvarma Surim, but things that are Mutarim. Not to go with all kinds of Dikdukim, to be a little bit... You have to be careful because all their friends, you have to be careful with these things, not to be a medactic, to be too... Because you, you, you want something, 
for your kid, which is a good thing, but in the end you can lose much, much, much more than that. You, can, you have to be very careful. You have uh, fathers and mothers that every single thing the kid does, where the kid goes, what the kid does, says where, and the kid says this word or that word, and the, the kid grow, is growing up like living in the Shulchan Aruch, and he, he, it's, it, it just, you end up losing more than you gain. Isn't it, that child, Khalila, might not want to have anything to do with davening. Now we say to the parents, leave with the davening, don't bother them with the davening, not to daven, not to get up if they don't want to, make a whole Indian about it. I'm not talking about 18-year-olds and 20-year-olds. I'm talking about kids. Leave them alone on Shabbos, not to hack them with the davening and the whole thing. What's the daven? The one daven doesn't have to daven. So you're making a whole Indian about it. Where does it say that a, that a six-year-old has to go to shul or a seven-year-old? Who said, where? Well, does he have to go to shul? It could be a mitzvah not to bring him to shul. He just comes there and he makes a balagan. He doesn't even be there. They make all kinds of rules for the kid. Because you, you want your kid to be a, a firm kid, especially have a, lot, a lot of this you see by the Balei Tshuva. The Balei Tshuva, all they want is that they, they want to have like a firm family because they never had that. So they want everything to be like... Uh, so they, a lot of the Balei Tshuva, they make all kinds of rules and regulations because they, they, didn't, they didn't grow up with it and they're not quite sure what the healthy balance is. So a lot of the Balei Tshuva I've seen over the years, they have all kinds of chumras. You know, my kid is going to be a tzaddik because I, I didn't grow up with it, so I want my kid to be the, my kid's going to be the firmest kid in the block and the firmest kid in the family because I wasn't. So you want your kid to somehow, you're living vicariously in yeshiva for your kid, so you want your kid to be the firmest kid. And in the meantime, you see that, you, that your kid doesn't want to do anything because your, your frumkite that you have, your dream of frumkite you put onto your kid because you didn't have that growing up. Now you want your kid to be the firmest kid, and in the end, your kid doesn't want anything to do with you, this guy. He'd rather be like his cousin who's not even Jewish or something. You have to be very careful. Careful with all of these, especially now. It's not like it used to be. In the past, you can get away with all kinds of, uh, all kinds of things, chumras and digdukim. Because there was a general avira in the world of digdukim and chumras. The world bechlal was in all kinds of chumras. Even, even by people that, that weren't religious or the people that were not Jewish, there, there was a certain lifestyle of, of, of chumras. But it's not like that anymore. So you have to be careful. That what you want for your kid is a very beautiful thing. You want your child to go in the right way, but there's a way to get to the right way. And if you're going to have, it's not the way of dinim and digdukim. That's not how they get to the right way. So you have to look the other way with a lot of things, just not to, not to make a big deal about it. Just look the other way. Because then it ends up that the house is a place of atzvahs, and the kids are not happy to be home, and they just want to get away from the house, and they want to be with their friends that are doing it with this and they're doing that and they start getting into things that are not good instead of in, instead of wanting to be in the house they want to be home if Shabbos is if Shabbos is enjoyable Shabbos is pleasurable and they don't have to think you know uh, they look up and they see that they see Paro standing over them you know so the, 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 you don't want to be you don't want to be Shabbos with Paro you understand so you don't want to be in, a, in the house you want to so you want to go away and then the, then these same parents are always upset how come my kid doesn't want to be with us? How come he wants to go? How come she wants to go away? Why would anybody want to be there with you? You make it so uncomfortable. The kid doesn't want to have to, doesn't want to worry about the father coming here at, you know, at 8.15 or something. You have to get up. You have to go to shore. It doesn't want to. So he's, he'd rather be someplace else. It's more fun someplace else. I'm not saying that, the, that it's hefka. You understand? Please don't take this. Uh, it's not hefkaers. And children need to have, there needs to be a say in a child's life. All of that stuff that we talk about. That has to be a seichel. That has to be a seichel. And a lot of the Bali Tshuva, this Indian is a big problem with a lot of the Bali Tshuva. It's not a seichel. 
because they didn't have that seichel of kedusha. It's not a matter of intelligence. They're smart. It's not intelligence. They didn't have a certain seichel of kedusha that they were raised with. That I was talking a little bit about my father or some last last week. It's a certain certain when you're comfortable with your Yiddishkeit. And Balit Shuvah were not raised with Yiddishkeit, and generally they're not comfortable with it. It's a second language, and whenever it's a second language, there's a certain awkwardness with the second language. So when it, when that awkwardness oftentimes plays out with their wives and kids with all kinds of chumras. Again, I'm not talking about things that are us. Remember. But it comes with all kinds of chumras. That, 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 and, and the wife, if she herself is a Baal Shuvah, she doesn't know. She doesn't know. She didn't see it at her own parents' house, so she doesn't know if it's us, it's mutu, it's, it's mitzvah. And the husband comes home and says, no, you know, you're not allowed to have, you're not allowed to have gebrachs. I heard that the gebrachs is us. And they're not holding by gebrachs in this family. They're not ready for that. And, you know, whatever it is, or halvi yisrael, whatever, you understand, whatever it happens to be, the chumra of the month. It's not, it's not, and it could end up causing all kinds of atzus, but the baltshuva, and not just, but very often the baltshuva wants to have the highest standards he wants. It's going to be plus, 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 you know, five-star Yiddishkeit, which is beautiful and it's very, very noble, except your wife and kids hate you. And so what did you get? It's not the Yiddishkeit. The house is a dark house. And, they don't, they, they, and then when it's not good with the wife, it's not good with the children, then you yourself start wondering, what was this whole thing that I became from 15 years ago? And what do I have from it? My kids are not from, my wife doesn't want to keep Shabbos. If she wants, she's starting to put on the clothes that she used to wear 20 years ago. And you, you get the story. And this is not uncommon, by the way, this whole picture that I'm talking about. It's not uncommon. I'm not even exaggerating. I deal with this stuff with a lot of families over the years. To be b'seichel and to ask and seichel the kedusha and and b'simcha and slowly each person in the family to know who your kids are and if they're not ready if they're not holding by that and, and this is with the hats and the jackets and the clothing and the tzuras and lavush and all kinds of things crazy things that that they made that into a, somebody made these things into a, like a one of the yud gimli karim you know the to wear shmoyne begodim. And uh, and for uh, for a kid to be forced to wear certain things because that person wants his kid to look for him, what's it for? Is it a from kite? Is it a from kite? A, you want your kid to look like the from his kid. Your kid has to go like that. That's your opinion. It's not. That's because of your ego. It's not because of your child. He's the same Jew. If he wears a hat, he doesn't wear a hat. It's because of your from kite. There's no din that he has to go like that. I'm not talking about sneers with a girl. That's a bit different. You have to be careful with that. That's something else. I'm talking about time with the Levushim. There's no din like that. He has to go like that. So uh, you, want a, you want your family to look a certain way. You, it looks nice. You want the, the bar mitzvah. You want in the pictures. It should look like we have like a, we have a from family and all of that stuff. It's for what? And the, and the kid's not ready for it and he's, and he's not holding by it and his time gets him upset. And <coughs> he doesn't, he's not happy. In it. And then from that, instead of... You're worried about how he, how he wears a hat, or he wears his tzitzis out, or he wears a white shirt or something. And, and you're mocked with all those things. In the end, you could be losing Shabbos, and Tefillin, and Kashras. And, for what? For what? For a color shirt? For a shirt with a, a stripe or a white shirt? Or for what? For what? And it's bad enough they get he gets hocked for this all day and night where he's in yeshiva. And he gets home. It's 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 not it's not the union of avodas Hashem. It's time for a person's own ego to, to make oneself happy. Not it has nothing to do with the kids. You have to be very careful with all these akpadas. A person should have klolim shiuchalamad behem that you can live by healthy klolim. But that that which you are holding by, 
and you're and you're working on lo yazov strong, strong. Consistency. But beyond that, don't think about it. Don't get obsessed with it. It's, you just make these small improvements and you move forward and you hold on and you do the right thing and, and not all the time uh, obsessing over it. You see, like the people that they have diets and they spend most of their lives reading labels. Like taking off their glasses, you know that's a that's a sign of a baldictor. You know what I'm talking about. They always take off their glasses, and, and they look like at the every single ingredient in the in the package and everything in the food. And you know, it's to live like that with you know, the magnifying glass. And like used to have, you know, with the, you, you you got the 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 lulav gazers. You know what I'm talking about? You know, spend spend days days of the most precious days of the year. Days of Elul and Tishrei, whatever, standing around looking at, looking for, for, and I'm not talking about, you know, the Briskarov or something. You're not the Chazanish, you're not the Briskarov. Just take a kosher Lulav and go home and eventually Lulav B'Simcha. Instead of standing around there for, the, you would be, if you would use that time for learning Torah and, and, and preparing for Yontif, it would be Gavaldic Yontif. Instead, you spend, you know, have these guys, they stand around because they, because they saw that and they were imitating that and, and they didn't even necessarily learn all the laws. And even if they learn some of the halakhas, they don't even know what they're looking at. The lulav's upside down. <laughs> and they stand there looking at the lulav. And not against hidden mitzvah. There's a mitzvah. A hidden mitzvah. But the, again, common sense. You could spend that time. There's a, years ago when I was, we had this curl on the afternoon, there was this, there was a guy there was a brisk and he was he was telling me with such pride that he how many you know that he spends every night he's going he can't find the Kashalulov in the whole Queens. He couldn't find and he went to Brooklyn. He's looking for Kashalulov. I said it's the Bittle Tar, right? I never heard such Bittle Tar. That's what you do every night of the week. You're going around you're going around to a hundred places in Flappish and Borough Park and you're looking for a Lulav. You can't find the Kashalulov. And then instead of that you could have been learning every night for hours and hours, you're running around looking for a Lulav. Oh, fine, you can look, go look an hour or two, find the kosher lulav, and you'd be besimcha. And then you could, you know, this guy, then during sukkahs, he's also looking at everybody else's lulav, you know that? <laughs> and then they have this thing that's, that's a very firm thing. If you really want to be very, very firm, then you ask, every, you ask the guy after davening, could I, could, I, could, I, could I use your lulav? You know, that's just, it's a very firm thing to do. Would you mind if I also bench on you? Not, not the, the bracha, would you mind if I shock your lulav? That's a very firm thing to do. Could I use your lulav? Is that right? <clears throat> they don't do that with film, it's interesting. That takes a little bit too much time, you understand? <laughs> Putting on the tone, taking off. That, I, can I use your tone? I never heard that. Would you mind if I use your tone? I never heard that. But when it comes to Lulav, would you mind if I shock you? It's a from thing to, to, to shock a Lulav, or to have extra tkiyas, all of these things that mostly has to do with dinim and digdukim and hakpadis, personalities that, that, are not, that are not healthy. And it's a very, very dangerous thing to play into. Everything should be, in a way, normal, healthy, And Besimcha. El Yikvilatsma Klolum Shiuchalamad Behem Vaisan Loyazov, Mabel Katliasik is Masavtovaza, Ragyabriba Asaytov, just to do more good things, the Ikus Asaytov. The Hainu Bemachshavis Kedoshis Bachiloso, the Kis to have Machshavis of Kedush, like we were learning earlier in the Mimer, Machshavis of Kedushim when you're eating, and not to have so many big dig dukum when it comes to precious. Again, improvements, though, a little bit. 
וגם בזה יעסוק רק כפי מדרגוסו, even the positive things that we were talking about with the Nitzaitis, כפי מדרגוסו, ולא יעשה מדי, and not too much. Let's take a look, look at footnote Nun Ches, on page Lama Tess. Very, it gets very tricky. On the one hand, we're learning that you shouldn't demand too much of yourself. Because that could break you. On the other hand, all of us are learning in a million swarm that you have to, you have to be moist and nefesh. Moist and nefesh. Moist and nefesh. All the from that we read tell us that you have to you have to push and you have to be misyagay with misyus nefesh to be misgaber and you must look at Chazal. You got to matzas Only if you if you work hard, then you should believe in what you did that it's real. So it's very very tricky. Because only a person that's working in his life and trying hard to improve has simcha and sipuk. Simcha comes from 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 hard work. I'm a serious nefesh. And being misgaver, being strong, and being in control of your life, that brings simcha. Who's eshesh simcha v'sipuk v'sof shodaver? V'lezesh lo misamech, but the person who's lazy and doesn't try hard in his avodas Hashem is not my sinefesh. When that's of a knife from the kolkaisi, and every time there's some difficulty, ain't lo sipuk la. That person has no sipuk in his life. So you have to be very careful. One has to live a life of serious nefesh. An effort, and always moving forward. We're only talking about, however, that it has to be done with seichel, and slowly, but certainly a life of mesivus nefesh. We were created to work hard. All the psukim that we always see in this farm about working hard. Certainly, the more effort one person puts into his avodas Hashem, the better it is, and and, and the better he'll feel. It's the same when it comes to self-control over what you eat and so on and so forth. And nowadays, people, you know, they're watching the news and to have self-control, all of these things. There's always a sipuk and a simcha that comes with controlling yourself and working hard. However, there are certain things that a person is most in effort for, and the Bershom is not telling you that you have to be most in effort for those things. According to your matzah, that mischievous nefesh is simply misplaced. That's not something you should be most nefesh for right now. And there are other things in your life that you should be most nefesh. You should probably you should be kashvag on mesivus nefesh not to do things that are also. When it comes to lashon hara, when it comes to looking at things that are also, whatever it is, there there's mesivus nefesh with, all, with every ounce of strength that you have. When it comes to things that are mutter and mesivus nefesh and making an effort, you have to be careful. It's not, again, it's not shayachti with that time or just a little bit. When it comes to things that are mutter, and you're pushing yourself too much, and you're not ready for that, that's where you can have a big mapala. When it comes to things that are also, you have to fight with things that are forbidden. But with things that are permitted, and you just, you're working on Kedusha, that you have to be very careful. So how do you know? When is this a difficulty that I should be experiencing because it's good for me? And when is this some difficulty that's bad for me that I should not be working at? The answer is the soul of a person in Pneumius has tremendous simcha 
with a life of his gabrus, of hard work, and being misgaber. Even though sometimes you don't, this is this is something you don't realize yet. It, it's it's something which is covered. It's hidden. You have to see and, and, and look in yourself if you're feeling a simcha and a certain ni'imus, a pleasantness, a happiness with this madrega of his garbage that you're Isaac in now. It's making you feel besimcha. It could be a ben on the that you have a certain project, that you're helping some people, whether you're helping some person, whatever it might be. And if it, and, it, and you, you'll feel that it brings you a, a, a ni'imus and a simcha in your life. That's a sign that it's, it's good for you and that it's something that works for you. But let's say you want to have uh, Archim on Shabbos, but you're annoyed and you try and it's, it's, then it's not, then it's, you don't have to have it. Anyway, most of the Achnaz these days are not such Achnaz Zorchim. So it's not, it's mostly socializing. So you have to be careful with these things that, to know whether you feel a Neimus, a pleasantness, and a simcha with this. If it gives you a feeling of sipuk of satisfaction and a simcha, and, that the, and you feel a certain aliyah and kedusha, fine. <laughs> or you feel that no, it's making me more nervous. It's making me short-tempered, angry, bitter. They're extinguishing the light of my soul. Instead of igniting my soul, this is something I took upon myself, and it's extinguishing this extra learning that I took upon myself, it should be, when it's working, I feel great. I feel excited. I feel simcha because you work hard. It makes you, but instead I feel like it's just, and it's very subtle. Again, it could be, you think it's something else. It could be that. And it's causing you to, it's extinguishing the light of your soul. There's a very important note. Not just that it's hard. It causes you to feel like a heaviness. He feels it's extinguished. He has no time, no pleasure. He just does it because he thinks that he's chive. He has no rust to do this at all. He's just doing it because he feels like he has to do it. I feel like he has to do it. You should know that Hashem does not want that from you at that time in your life. Again, we're talking about things that are only heter, not physical. Hashem does not want that from you. Just to get you worked up and depressed and, and so on. What happens is that if you're doing this uh, in, in Achila or something else, then in the end you just give up your whole avoda of Kedusha's Achila. And you just, then you just abandon yourself to your old habits of eating and dressing. You drop the whole thing. You just become anxious. You, you, you don't enjoy eating anymore, and so on. You feel this way. It's clear that it's just an eighth of me. It's all you should run away from it. Even though it's very hard to get this 100% right, it's, it is very hard to get this 100% right. Still, each person should try to use his common sense to understand himself 
and to be aware of himself and to do things in a healthy and normal way. Okay, let's go down.